Welcome to the Ministry of Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. Our vision is bringing people into the full realization of their potential in God and our mission. Building a community of believers whose lifestyle positively influenced change in the society. Welcome to Lighthouse. Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthouseng.org. So, what are the principles? Number one, we must learn to become a steward. We must learn. All of us, all of us, we must learn it. We know we have said God is our source and no one is useless. So God has endowed you and I with skills, with talents. School has helped us to hone these skills. We are men and women of value. So we must learn to become a steward. In other words, we are not supposed to be dominated by anything in this world. We are not. Not money, not wealth. We are not supposed to be controlled by any possession. We are not supposed to be controlled by anything. We are not even supposed to control every other human beings with what we own, with the privilege, with the position, with the opportunities that we have. We are stewards. We are. We are. Money is meant to be our servant. Position. Influence is meant to be an opportunity to be a blessing. I mean, opportunity to make money every day comes to us. And if we understand that we are stewards, we must live our lives so that more opportunities can come to us. In Matthew chapter 6 verse 24, Matthew chapter 6 verse 24, what does the Bible say? He said, no one can serve two masters. For either we hate the one and love the other. Hence, yes, we will be loyal to the one and then despise the other. And in that, he made a clear distinction. No one can serve God and at the same time, mammon. Mammon is anything that holds us down and distracts us. From God being our source. So sometimes this is the way it works. He masks himself up. And we begin to think our hand, our mind has gotten us certain things. Even if you say, if somebody says to us that he's a self-made man, you still use, that person still use, or he's using God's own factors of production to make whatever he has made. He still uses God's land. Uses God's capital without the other creation that God has made, there's no way you will sell those goods and services. If I'm proficient in my skill and nobody is asking for my skill, I will be as poor as to say, Church, and I don't want to say what you said. We, we will not be usable. I mean, what's the use? Having a gift and you can't express it. So we must learn that. Matthew 6, 24 says, 
our devotion must be to our source. So we must recognize who that source is. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, 1 Timothy chapter 6, I want to read something to us. Some people are already sending messages that won't happen to the service. Those who are abroad will resume next week. 1 Timothy 6, 7. 6, 17. It said, teach. That's what we are teaching, reminding ourselves. Teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud, not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. That's not the only thing. So he also helps us to use that money to do good. He said, we should be rich in good works, generous to those in need, always be ready to share with others. By doing this, we are storing up ourselves treasure as a good foundation for the future that we may experience true life. Timothy, he now said to him, guard what God has entrusted to you. Everyone, we must guard the privileges that we have, the opportunities, the platforms that we have. We must guard it. He said, avoid godless, foolish discussion with those who oppose you with their so-called knowledge. Some people are wandered from the faith by following such foolishness. I mean, have you heard people say this around you? Say, what's harassing other people? What's wrong with you? I can buy you and your family to the next generation. No, no, it's foolishness. It's foolishness. It's foolishness. It's like having a housemate, and you are maltreating that housemate, and you are leaving the same house, your kids, with that same housemate. You go see win. I mean, we can see some of these videos that are now opening up. No, that housemate is created in the image of likeness of God. And we have seen in the same space, those who have taken such housemates and sent them to the university. Can I have an amen this morning? So, it's very important. We should charge ourselves. Look at TPT of that same rendering. He said, to all the rich of this world, I command you not to be wrapped in total pride over your prosperity or rely on your wealth. For your riches are unreliable and nothing compared to the living God. Trust instead in the one who lavishes us upon us all, good things, fulfilling our every need. Remind the worthy to be rich in remarkable works of extravagant generosity, willing to share with others. He said, this spiritual investment will provide a beautiful foundation for their lives and secure for them a great future as they lay their hands upon the meaning of true life. So, my son, Timothy, don't forget all that has been deposited within you. Escape from the empty echoes of men and perversion of twisted reasoning. For all those who claim to possess the so-called knowledge have already wandered from the true faith. He said, may God's grace empower you always. Love in Christ. Ayo. Can I have an amen this morning? So, some people say God didn't give them anything. And they walked themselves out. But that's not us. That's just a fact, but it's not true. God gave us life. Every human being, it's life. 
It's when you have life that you can be thinking about project. It's when you have life that you can be thinking about going to school for certification. The first thing all of us have in equal measure, believers, non-believers, is life. God shared this life with us. Many people think wealth is their swell. That's a fact, but it's not true. God gives us the ability, the trusted privilege to make wealth. So, number one principle around kingdom wealth is that we must learn to become a good steward. A good steward of all God has given to us. Without God's blessings, we will just be struggling. Wealth is not our sweat. Wealth is something that God does, not on performance. In Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 3, let's look at Abraham now. We can learn from him. Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 3, talking about Abraham. He said, and now the Lord has said to Abraham, get out of your country. This was an idol worshiper. They don't know the true God. He doesn't have a father or mother who can point him to a true God. But hey, this is God's covenant relationship with Abraham. He said, from your house, from your family, from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. God talking to an idol worshiper. And I will make your name great. And then you shall be a blessing. He said, I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curses you. And in you, all the families of the heart shall be blessed. Can you see? It was not on his performance. It wasn't on his qualification. It was just someone that God came to. It was the covenant relationship. And you see how this manifests. So, Every covenant man or covenant woman, one of the traces that you will see is that there is no strife in their DNA. In Genesis 13, verses 8 to 11, there's no strife. In fact, the blessing, that same blessing that God uh, pronounced, was working. And so Abraham said to Lord, please, let there be no strife with, between us, between my high men and your headsmen. He must have been, God must have fulfilled his word over his life. He said, for we are brethren. Verse 9, it's not the whole land. You know, a covenant man doesn't, is not bothered by choices made by people in the flesh. A covenant man is not bothered by partnership that wants to dissolve itself. A covenant man doesn't bother by profit sharing because what they carry is the blessing. And so, he said, Abraham said, go to anyone you choose. And the Bible talks that, I mean, spoke to us or encourages us or admonishes us that Lord chose the lustful fire. It doesn't have to do anything for that land to produce for him. And that's where Lord chose. Where Abraham chose, it was a very dry ground. But Abraham chose that place because God asked him to lift up his eyes. And I want to say that, particularly for those of us who run businesses, this is a season. Please, go and abide by God's instruction. Just go with it. It may defy, it may not work with the current economic theories, but please go with it. If you are persuaded, go with that instruction. He said, Abraham, just separate it. A man 
of distinct blessing. Look at what happened to him in Genesis chapter 13, verses 14 to 17. And the Lord said, because that's the key, the Lord said, after Lot, after the flesh, after natural circumstances, permutation, have been departed, separated from him, he said, lift up your eyes from where you are. And I believe that in this season, that's what God is saying. There is more in me. There is more. There is more to that business that you can see at the moment. There is more to that career path. And he needs you to come up to a place where you can take up his instructions. In Genesis 14, verses 22 to 24, Abraham proclaimed his source. He didn't say, oh, it was due to 40 to 60 hours per week. No. He proclaimed his source. When he came back from a raid, he said, and Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I've raised my hand to the Lord, God most high, the possessor, can you see that, of heaven and the earth. It was easy for him to declare his source. Please, in this new dispensation, your faith plays a vital role in whatever you are doing. And you should not be ashamed to declare it. It's my source. I will not take anything from you. Least, because that's what he said, least you say you have made Abraham. You know people boast of that. Ah, we made him. We know what we did. No. God is your source. That was what happened. And because Abraham made that proclamation, look at what happened in Genesis 15.1. God himself came and reinforced that covenant. He said, and after this thing, the word of the Lord came to Abraham, Abraham in a vision. He said, do not be afraid, Abraham. We want, I want us to go into a new level. I want us to expand the territory of what you are doing. He said, I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. So God reinforces that covenant with him. In 1 Corinthians 3, 7, it says, God is the one who gives increase. We must learn to be a steward. Everything we own belongs to him. The privileged position, the privileged platform, the privileged contract, we must acknowledge him as our source. That is principle number one of kingdom wealth. Principle number Otherwise, we just slip into pride. And that is what has truncated many people. Many people, many of us believers, we have the potential for more. But little things, it just takes us of the course of the covenant. There are people who are braining in our world. They, they, they know boom. They, know, they have opportunity. But pride sometimes just take them, rob them of opportunities. Some people can't go beyond the one privileged opportunity that they have because they have, nobody can talk to them. God himself can't talk to them. So, what's, and there is something that pride does People may run from you. The Bible says God resists the proud. He resists it. So God is the one who faces the one who is proud. What people will do is to avoid that man or that woman. But God resists that person. And if God is resisting a person, who is the deliverance minister that can, that can deliver that person? So it's very important. We must learn. Second principle is that God is, is a giver. It's a principle. God is a giver. God is a giver. 
we must all loosen the debt grip over wealth or money. You know, a lot of people hold on tight. And we have Proverbs. A board in the hand is better than two in the bush. That board in the hand will soon die because we are holding tight to it. It will suffocate into death. There is more. There is more. There is more. God is not a taker. It's a mindset. You must embrace that. God doesn't take from us. God is a multiplier. We can see it in the principle of life. So you put two pieces of corn. You put it into the ground. And then God himself causes his rain to fall upon him. He causes the sun to shine upon him. And at the end of 90 days, you have cobs out of two. So he should tell us principle of life. God is a multiplier. But God will always require you to put your seed. He gives you that seed in the first place. So he, gives, he gave you the skill, the talent. But he also expects you to put it into the ground. And I've never seen a farmer who has the seed in his hand and he's praying. That farmer will go hungry because you are just praying. You have to take that step of faith to put the seed. You have to work for someone. I was saying on Wednesday, this kingdom where if you are not ready, ready to be used in our world, then you, are, you don't have qualification for it. Somebody somewhere must use you in this world. There must be a Laban who will change your wages ten times. Who you think that is with you to find out that he is never with you. He told you he was going to give you a wife that in our culture, there was an agreement. So they signed. There, are, there will be people like that in the marketplace. You signed. You have an agreement. You have things going. And all of a sudden, you wake up the next morning and says, no, in our culture, actually, you don't marry the junior one. You marry the elderly one. For So what is the new condition? You have to work for another seven years. No. So there must be somebody who uses you? One, I said on Wednesday, and it's, it is, a lot of people say, oh, when I get my own time business, you probably will not get it if you are not ready to be used by someone. Go and ask people who own businesses today. I mean, businesses that they didn't steal from anyone. Businesses that it wasn't somebody's idea. It was out of their dedication to a cause that they were good steward in a place. Jesus said, if we are not faithful, in the unrighteous mama, who will commit true riches into our hands? Can I have an amen this morning? So God is a giver. God is not a taker. Please, if you have this understanding, you will know. No matter the circumstances that you are faced with in this life, God will treat you better than you want to treat yourself. No matter. Sometimes it's not funny going through Life experience is going through life storm. But in the midst of the storm, have this mindset. God will always treat you better than you and I can have a plan for our life. God's plan for our lives, for our family, for our businesses, for our career path is greater than the one we make for ourselves. That's why he said, trust in the law, Proverbs 3, 5, with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. He said, in all, in all, in all your ways, 
Acknowledge him, for he shall surely direct your path. Can I have an amen this morning? So, if God makes a demand on you to sow your seed, it is to increase you. God is never a taker. Psalm 71, verse 21. David, in all his glory, he said he will increase. My, so, he was already great. He said, he prayed that prayer. He said, he will increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. So, God is never a taker. It's a principle. It's a principle. You must, please, can I tell you something? If God is your source, eh? If God is truly your source, you must be ready to be embarrassed, embarrassed by his own kind of prosperity. The thing you are still hiding is because you are still doing self-effort. That's, that's the truth. And that's the realm of the kingdom. A man shared a testimony, a preacher. He said there was a man he met. He wasn't even a member of his church. Who walked up to him and told him he would be buying him cars every year. So the man started buying him. They called them frontline cars in America. In other words, you can't, there's no car park. You pull that car, that people will not wait to see who owns the car. He himself that they bought, they called them Chevy kind of frontline cars, prime cars. He doesn't even know the kind of car. So each time he drives that car, he just realizes that in the mall, people gather around. And then, some people will just ask him, what do you do for a living? And when they ask him, and he says that he's a preacher, they said, preachers should not be driving this kind of car. And he said, he was embarrassed. So he stopped using that car. The following year, the man brought another one. So he told the man, he said, no, stop. He said, the one you brought, I hardly used it. The man, the businessman was what, who told him that principle, that if you are not embarrassed by God's blessing, it means your preaching is no, of no use. He said, because, he said, have you read, he said, preacher man, have you read Ephesians 3.20? So he said, he went back to God. He said, well, God also told him, what else do you want? You must be embarrassed. A man was struggling, a preacher too, was, I mean, I, I, because that's my sphere of influence. So I read about how pe I read about people's story, uh, because most people they just assume they assume what they hear on the media. So this man has been struggling with this car, one car for years. A car sometimes refuses, so he does something towards the hand. He will go and try and start the car and keep it there so that he do some other thing. Because usually, what usually happened to him is that he would have finished everything he wanted to do. In the bid to rush out, he started the car. The car refuses to start. So that morning, he woke up. He wanted to go and start the car. And the Holy Spirit said, no. Don't start that car. He said, come and fellowship with me. And the Holy Spirit asked him one question. He said, do you think I can give you everything you desire and the things you don't desire? He said, because when the Holy Spirit asks you a question, said, be careful how you respond. So he said, he paused. He said, so, because you did not answer me, today I'm giving you four cars. He said, four. I said, no, how can you? I said, one. He said, no, I'm giving you four. So the man finished all that he needed to do. He 
he totally forgot. So he kicked his car, the car responded, he went to where he wanted to go do things. He came back, he thought that he had visitors. He saw four cars parked in his driveway. So he came, he said, but my wife didn't tell me that we were going to. So he pressed the bell. He thought there were people here, he said, no. Who owns the car? Does our neighbor park the car in and say no? Two people said they just sent the key. He doesn't know them. He doesn't know who they are. The other two people came and said that they should give. So all the things, four. The man said he started to cry because he didn't even know whether to use those four cars or not. What am I saying this morning? Please understand. This source, God being our source, you must also be, it's a mindset. You know, there are proverbs around it. They say, if your yam is growing, just use your head. It's because the yam is not from Benue State. <laughs> if you see yams from Benue State, they are not your regular Lagos yam. They are like that. You can't use your hand to cover it. So, presently as we are, all are, if you are not embarrassed, at the level of your prosperity, then we, meet, we need to hop up the game that God becomes our source because God is hell shall die, not air cheapo. And please understand, it's not, I'm not promoting covetousness, no. I'm just saying that we are here to be a blessing. That's what I'm saying this morning. We are here. And there's a difference in having that mindset Whatever comes to you is not for you only. It's for the nations. Let me put it so that I can expand your horizon. It's for the nations. We are paying school fees for other people, but it's time to build schools. Can you see the difference? We are paying hospital bills. It is time to invest in medical uh, facilities. It was in South Africa that we saw that thing. So you see, I mean, that's the model. You see an hospital, big. Someone built the building. Someone else manages it. Someone allocates space for doctors. And they are, everybody is working. Income is coming to everybody. The doctors in Nigeria, we have to build their buildings. Abi, <laughs> we have to look for doctors. We have to look for this machine, that machine. But hey, we can change the narrative. Somebody has money. Put it in there. I'm going to talk about Jewish phenomenon. That's what they practice. Wealth is portable. People don't do things on their own. No, you open things up. There's nothing we have that we have not received from God. And it becomes better when we understand the way God himself, eh? Is, is a partner, is, he lives in partner, he operates partnership. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Everybody understands their place. Can I have an amen today? So it's not covetousness. Let me give you the, what happened to Father David. He was a good steward of God's resources. And David, out of his burden, Wanted to build a temple for God. Isn't it? But God said no. He said that your young son, Solomon, is the one who will do it. And you know what David did? He 
he started selling and setting things aside. They said by the time that project was about to start, Bible scholars have it, David had put together $36 billion in gold. $14 billion in silver. Because at that time, that was what they used in measuring. So the day they needed to raise an offering for that temple, David gave 110, 110 tons of gold, which is $6 billion naira, in addition to it. And then he did an offering of $300 million. So that day, hmm, the leaders, everybody was around. They gave 190 tons of gold. And then 375 tons of silver. That singular day, $17 billion was raised. You know why? Let's read together. First, Second Chronicles 29. Verses 10 to 12. Still going, telling us back to that um, understanding that God is our source. Second Chronicles 29, verses 10 to 12. You have it or she read it. Said now it is in my heart to make a covenant with the Lord, God of Israel, that his fear out may turn away from us. No, 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 that's not what I want. I want first chronicles, please. I was I want first chronicles twenty nine, ten to twelve. Sorry about that. I said second. Said therefore, that same day, David blessed the Lord before all the assembly, and David said. Blessed are you, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. That's covenant language. It says, yours, O Lord. That's acknowledgement. Him as the source. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, and the glory, the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in heart is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted over all. This was what blown me up. He said, both riches and honor come from you, and you reign over all. He said, in your hand, I wish everyone who joined courts, we understand this phrase. He said, in your hand is power and mind. In your hand, it is to make great. And then you give strength to her. Look at 1 Timothy 6 that we read. Look at all the, 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 the shaking that we talked about. God has the ability. God has the strength. God has the power. Can we look at, um, can we look at verse 16 to 17 of that same chapter? 1 Chronicles 29. It says, O oh Lord our God, can we read together one, two, three, go, my brethren? And all is your own. Can we read the next verse? So we have to know it, my God. It's still the same principle till this day. God will never force you. 
to do anything. God is not a taker. It's the same principle. It's the same principle. I willingly offer all these things. Now with joy, I have seen your people who are present here to offer willingly to you. What they willingly offer? 190 tons of gold, 375 tons of silver. He himself did 250 tons of silver and then 110 tons of gold. You see, when we see ourselves in kingdom world, when we see ourselves as steward, it brings to us peace of mind and sense of security. Can I have an amen? Money is not our security, even though people have portrayed it to be so. I mean, if you read the Bible in Genesis 49, money failed in Egypt. People had money, but they couldn't get things to buy. So our trust, our confidence is in God. Our trust, our confidence is in God. Let's read three scriptures together and we close for today. Thank you for bearing this heat with us. Matthew 10, 30. Matthew 10, 30. As you go into this week, please understand it. Matthew 10, 30. 10, 30. One, two, three, go. Let's read together. Yeah. So, if the very hair of this head is number, how much more your business? How much more your family? How much more your, you know, they play people out of career paths. But the Bible is saying your very hairs. There's no need to have resentment. It was percentage they took. They didn't take your life. Yeah, it means you can do things again. And if you can do it again with that spirit, what they took, God restored. It collapsed years for you. It collapsed opportunities for you. It collapsed opportunity. There are many people who seem to take advantage of other people. They seem to be going ahead of you. Hey, promotion does not come from the east, from the west. God is the judge of all. There is restoration. I'm speaking to someone right now. There is restoration for you. In this new season, there is restoration. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The second scripture, Philippians 4.19. Philippians 4.19. It's a very popular scripture. Philippians 4.19. Can we read together? So, you have to understand that covenant. You personalize it. The people who have money as their source, they boast about it. Say, I can buy you. But this one said, my God. My God. My God. My God. My God. I've told you the story of someone that I know who was sharing this story. Where he's operating now. Nobody taught him coding, but he's using coding to it. He said, we just get Holy Spirit, help me out. And then he will do And people will say, where has this, I mean, they said that about Jesus. Where did you get that thing? He said, and he will listen to the Holy Spirit. He said, this is what is going on your invoice. And he also, his land, he told the Holy Spirit, he said, okay, if this goes on my invoice and they don't argue it, this is your own portion for the work of the kingdom. And that's how he's been operating in the last two years. Nobody taught him coding. In fact, coding came as a result of disappointment. He gave his brother a job, paid him all the money. Three days for to presentation, his brother has not done anything. Stop picking his score. He said, he told his wife, I'm entering that room. Don't bother knocking on the door. 
when I come out, I'm coming out with a solution. And that was what happened. And then from that one job, they give him another one. And the person who gave him that job, when they saw the result, gave him a large office space in what you can be regarded as Wall Street area. Not a dime. He says, the man said to him, he said, if you can do this, and nobody is saying, I want you closer to my space, there must be something that you carry that I need for my own daily experiences. He said, after coding, he canceled, he canceled about financial matters. He canceled about marriage to that person, to that, because they are wealthy people. But they have issues because the rich also cry. God supplies all, all, not some. In other words, what happens? You need a billion dollars to exist, he supplies it. You need 500, he supplies it. You need 1,000, he supplies it. Because that's the thing. I mean, there is no room for covetousness. The last one for today, Deuteronomy 8.18. Let's read it together. And I, can we go? One, two, three, go. Yeah? Yeah? Can you chat somebody by your left with that scripture? Brother, sister? Sorry, the one to your right. Don't look at the book. Mawuwe. Can you charge them with that scripture? Charge them. You should know that scripture by now. Well, some people just murmur something to them. It's okay. In closing today, in closing today, please. Three things. Number one, God gives us the power to get well. Never forget that. Never. He gives us power or ability or strength to get. In case you haven't really asked him, he said, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask him. You can ask him this week. You will be amazed at that same thing he's going to tell you that can take you out of wherever you are, that can lead you into more. He gives us power to get. Secondly, God is our source. God is our source. No matter the effort you and I are putting into handing a living, we must recognize that he is our source. And then thirdly, our own prosperity. And that is kingdom as kingdom people. Our own prosperity or wealth comes from him, but with a purpose. He said that he may establish the covenant. In Genesis 12, 3, he said, I will bless you, make your name great, so that you can be a blessing. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 28, it talks about it. Ephesians 4, 28, what does he say? He said, let him who stole, still no longer, but rather let him what? Labor. Labor. Labor within the confines of your gifts, talent, resources, platforms, opportunities. Labor. Walking with his hands, 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 
Not taking advantage of other people. Not. I, I, I told the people at the Wednesday service, the, uh, there was a video that went viral that Wednesday. Uh, the vigilante, they caught a young man, and they said he was involved in Yahoo Plus. So he was trying to carry a sacrifice. So the vigilante caught him, and they saw the content of that sacrifice, and they asked him to start hitting it. And of course, while he was trying to hit it, he was choking up. Because it must have been something terrible. No, Jeremiah 17 says it to you and I. I mean, some people have legitimized Yahoo spirit. They said that they took, they came to conquer us, to colonize us. He said, so whatever we are doing, we are trying to get back that which was stolen from us. Mm -mm. That's not working with our hands. Both the stealer and the stealer, they are both thieves. Because in your own country, I'm not, I'm not trying to affirm Yahoo, but in your own country, money doesn't come cheap that way. So you are the one who willingly let go of your money and the one who wants to take advantage, take advantage of you, and both the two people should no pity on them. I don't have pity for them. I mean, as I'm standing in front of you, you can't tell me to bring $2 million and in 24 hours it will get into $20 million. Greed must play into place. So I have to, what kind of business? Some people are just, are just gullible. Once they hear 20 million, you mean it? The Holy Ghost is saying, mm-mm. He said, no, 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 no. 20 million, and then they gave them testimony of someone who invested 1 million and got 15 million. Life doesn't work that way. A woman receives a seed. It takes nine months. No matter the prayer, no matter the tongue, no matter the whatever you want to do, nine months. If it comes before nine months, it's regarded as premature. The immune system is not balanced. Wealth gotten by, by healed feeling shall greatly diminish. The principle of God's world is there. It's there. We must labor. You can call it smart work, hard work. Work does not kill. It exposes your potential for more. That's, that's the way it is. That's the way it is. So there is more for us. But we must understand it. Last one, 2 Corinthians 9, 8. 2 Corinthians 9, 8. Can we read together? Able to make... Yeah? Can you pause there? So when God's grace comes, it will cause us to do what? To have what? Can respond. You are students of the world. And you can read it. Please, brother, sister. When God's grace comes upon your life, upon your work, it causes you to what? In what? So what do you do with that sufficiency? Yeah, yeah. I think it's more better to be enriched than to be broke. Can I have an amen? amen. I think sicknesses will reduce when people have money. There's, doctors will tell you there are sicknesses that are, they call them psychosomatic sicknesses. There is an alert that can make you forget about malaria. Praise God. 
Praise God. Let's just lift up our hands. This week is a week of blessing for us. Can you speak into your week? It's a week of divine favor. And we just do a bit by just teaching these things. I believe the Holy Spirit will expand it further in your heart. Can you just prophesy and speak into your way? I don't know about the meeting that you have, but you can speak ahead. Yes, sir. The Lord your God goes ahead of you. This week, yes, Lord, it takes over your presentation. Yes, Lord. God knows that presentation will just launch you into a new level. God knows that meeting will make a difference in your heart. Can you just depend on him as your source? Can you just ask that the Holy Spirit should lead and guide you aright to the greener pastures this week? Lord, we say thank you. Thank you for your blessing over our community of believers. Thank you for exposing our minds to this truth. And thank you because we, we, we made the decision. We choose to walk along with you. Yes, Lord, for the revelation of this truth. And thank you for this is a week of blessing for us, a week of open doors for us, a week of new opportunities for us. You are expanding our territory this week. Lord, thank you for conversation that will be turned into productive venture this week. Thank you for new territory. Thank you for new territories. Thank you for new level of oppression. Thank you, Lord, because the ruins are coming back to life. We speak to every business concern struggling at this moment. Yes, receive the strength of God. Receive the grace of our God. Yes, Lord, the grace to pull through this season, receive it. And the strength to be where God has designed for you. Receive that strength. Receive that motion. You are a signet in the hands of our God. Go forth and empower by his grace this way and come back with testimony this month according to the word of God. Your ears will hear good news. You will experience good news. You will share good news in your family, good news in your career, good news in your business enterprise. Father, we say thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Paradventure, there be anyone I just felt inspired in our midst today you are wondering how can this this be it's by us beginning having a relationship all i've taught today is for someone who is a kingdom citizen who have a personal relationship with god if you want to you just signify by raising up your left hand let me pray with you you want to begin a, a personal relationship with god is there anyone like that in our midst today I just feel impressed to ask to make the request. And if you are, and you are just, just say, Lord Jesus, I, I come to you today. I, I recognize that I've not really lived my life to, to please you. I am a sinner, but today I acknowledge that you died for me. You rose for my justification, and today I can become a child of God. I come to you today, and I know you will not reject me. I know as I acknowledge you that you paid this sacrifice. I begin a new life with you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you. If anyone making that decision in their heart today, Lord, thank you for receiving them and for accepting them as your own. We are accepted in, in the beloved. Thank you for the new life. Thank you for the Holy Spirit who will do a transformation, inside-out transformation in their lives. We give you praise, worship, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2, Slash 3, Kudrata Biola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. 
For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthouseng.org for more.